Hello and welcome to the Best Life Podcast, where we here at Ultra Federal Credit Union are helping you live your best life. I'm your host, Tony Beyer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, this is our first podcast of 2023, and with it being a new year, some may be thinking about getting a new car. But before we go to the dealership or, or walk out on the lot, there's a lot we need to consider. And to help us learn more about what we should know about buying a new or used car, we're joined by Mark Rather, who is the chief for the dealer and agent section for the Wisconsin Division of Motor Vehicles Department of Transportation. It's it's quite the title, and he's quite the guy, and we appreciate you joining us for this podcast, Mark. Well, good afternoon, Tony, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, when it comes to, you know, possibly someone buying a new car, buying a new vehicle can be very, very exciting. The, the new car smell, uh, you look at the odometer, it's only got a few miles on it. Uh, but before all that, what are some things that potential buyers should keep in mind when purchasing a new vehicle? Well, you're absolutely right. Purchasing a new car is exciting, but it also can create some uh, anxiety for folks. And again, remember, a new car is second only to a home as the most expensive purchase many consumers will make in their lifetime. And according to National Automobile Dealers Association, the average price of a new car sold in the United States is approximately $30,000. So that's really why it's important to do your research. And when I say your research, it's doing your homework. And specifically, there's a couple areas that we can address there. First, I would say is set a budget. Mm -hmm. You know, what can you afford and what is your limit? And know that limit before you see the car, because it's going to be a lot harder once you see it, not to kind of fall in love with it mm -hmm. and be like, well, I can make this work somehow. So <laughs> set a budget going in. The second thing I would say is identify the type. Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for an SUV, a truck or a car? Once you've got that narrowed down, you can move on then to, is there a certain brand? Um, and within the brand, is there a certain model you're looking for? And then really, what features are a must have? Like, what are you willing to pay for? What What is something you wanna have on that car, that truck that is really important to you? From there, I would say you could go down to doing a little research as far as checking the reliability of that particular model or make. And, and you can do that through a couple different venues, Consumer Reports, Edmunds, they have online searches that you can put in different vehicle types and get some information and some specifics to determine if this is maybe a good choice for you or not. And then I would say next is to, to locate the vehicle. Find one that's right price in your area. There's different search tools out there that you can put in your zip code, find a handful of cars that are near you. They'll have prices. And then I would say to make contact with that particular dealership and just confirm that the vehicle's there. I mean, currently there's still a shortage of vehicles, and so it's good not only to waste your time or anybody else's, but just to confirm and reach out and you know let them know you're interested in a particular vehicle and, and you hope that you'd be able to see it and make that confirmation before you go out. Once you get there, it's the test drive, right? And doing kind of, I mean, I think we've all kind of got our own routine with a test drive, but do what you would be doing and take it out, you know, on the freeway or the highway or whatever, you know, roads you're comfortable with to, to get an appreciation for what the car is and what it has to offer. And then really the last step in that is just negotiating the price. And, and so no tricks really there. It's just, you know, be a smart consumer. And, and again, uh, sticking to that budget will get you uh, a price that I think you'll feel comfortable walking away with. Absolutely. And I, I love that you're, you're talking about doing the homework and, you know, that budgeting aspect is is so important, making sure that you can afford that vehicle because transportation is a very important part in everyone's life, being able to to earn an income, to be able to 
uh, do many things. So having a reliable vehicle, uh, very, very important. And again, making sure that you can afford it. Now, let's say somebody is thinking about buying a car that's new to them, but it is not a new vehicle. They are looking at buying a, a used vehicle. What are some things that would differentiate, you know, possibly that process or uh, what should people keep in mind, you know, buying used versus buying new when it comes to a vehicle, Mark? Sure. So just to touch a little bit more on the new, pretty much all new cars will have a warranty that is, it goes hand in hand with the vehicle when it's sold. And a lot of these come in a manufacturer's warranty and they can vary, but typically are expressed in terms of like a three year, 36,000 mile coverage. And that coverage usually is related to all the major components of the vehicle. It's sometimes referred to as like a bumper to bumper warranty. And different brands have different types of these terms. Sure. And it's important to remember that when it says, you know, all inclusive, that doesn't usually include routine wear and tear, which would be, you know, things related to like the tires or the brakes, things of that nature. But all new vehicles do come with some sort of manufacturer's warranty. And when you're looking at these new vehicles, you'll also see that there's the window sticker, right? And that's going to have your manufacturer's suggested retail price label or MSRP, which it's often referred to. And that will include the manufacturer's base price. It'll have the standard equipment and manufacturer's optional equipment that's listed on there as well with the prices. It will most likely also include freight charges that are noted and then it will have the suggested real price. And it's good to know that these vehicles may sell for more or less than what the manufacturer's suggested real tail price is. When we compare that to used cars, the first thing is used cars may not have any kind of coverage or warranty. They may have some leftover depending on the year of the vehicle, uh, leftover coverage remaining from the manufacturer. The particular dealer may uh, include a limited uh, warranty that's covered for uh, a duration as well. But it's also possible this vehicle may not have any coverage, and and so that's good to be aware of. The other thing when purchasing a used vehicle is all used vehicles in Wisconsin that are being sold by a licensed dealership or dealer will have what's called a Wisconsin Buyer's Guide. And that Buyer's Guide will be affixed to the vehicle, typically it's in the driver's window. And that's going to include some very useful information for a potential customer. It will list how the vehicle was previously used. So it may denote if it was privately owned, if it was business use, if it was a lease or a rental car, things that are important to a, a potential uh, you know, buyer of a vehicle to know where it came from. Yeah. It would also list like the title brands. And when I say title brands, that means if the vehicle was previously a flooded vehicle oh. or had hail damage or was a salvage vehicle or rebuilt. Again, very important if you're going to be purchasing the car yeah. um, to, again, know the, the history of where it came from. The buyer's guide will also include, you know, the make, the year, the model, the vehicle identification number, engine size and transmission type. It will also denote any kind of, uh, as I mentioned, warranty that's still with the vehicle or remains with the vehicle, or it may be checked as is. And and that would say that the vehicle is exactly as it is and there's no warranty that corresponds with it. Um, Vehicles that are 2011 year model or newer will also have the odometer mileage disclosed um, that needs to be on there. Any vehicle older than 2011 would not. The buyer's guide will also have a price and it will also, probably most importantly, it will have a 
notation of the dealer inspection that took place. And this okay. will include the condition of the vehicle, its safety equipment, and any defects will be noted and explained. And it, it, this must occur. So the dealer, they must disclose any noticeable defects. This is based on basically a, a visual inspection and a test drive. Um, okay. The dealer is not required to take the vehicles apart for this, but again, they must disclose anything that's noticeable or would be noticeable to you know average person. Okay. And again, it's based on this visual inspection and test drive. Sure. So it sounds like when you're buying a, a newer used vehicle, you know, here in the state of Wisconsin from a from a dealer, uh, you've got a lot of information right there. You know, being being transparent. Uh, now, Mark, I know that you work for uh, agents here in the state of Wisconsin. Again, we're speaking with Mark Rather. He is the chief of the dealer agent section for the Department of Motor Vehicles here in the state of Wisconsin, the Department of Transportation. Uh, Mark, let's say somebody is buying a used car from a private seller. How might that differ or what should someone keep in mind when doing that? So I will say this. When you purchase from a private seller, it's buyer beware. It's yeah. consumer risk, potentially. Sure. Um there's really no protection for that consumer. And, and so if you buy from a Wisconsin licensed dealer, you're protected by Wisconsin motor vehicle trade practice laws. Dealers are supposed to follow the law when they advertise, display, and sell vehicles. Uh, the laws require the licensed dealers to meet financial and facility requirements. And this is done to ensure that they have the resources to stand behind the vehicles they sell. They also have to comply with other requirements to help make sure you know what kind of vehicle you are buying before you sign on the dotted line. And that references the, the buyer's guide that I, I mentioned previously. Sure. Sure. Uh, when you buy from a private seller, none of these things are in place. And, and typically these kinds of private sales are conducted through platforms such as Facebook Marketplace sure. or Craigslist. I'm not saying that you wouldn't be successful or <laughs> right. potentially successful to one of these purchases, but again, it, it's buyer beware. Um, your 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 protection as a consumer is considerably limited, sure. and so it's best to be certain kind of who you are dealing with potentially. Sure, that all makes sense. Uh, some important distinctions between buying from a licensed dealer, like you mentioned, and just buying from somebody off the street. Uh, it's important to do your research, like we've been talking about uh, throughout this podcast. So, Mark, let's say somebody makes a decision to buy a new vehicle here in the state of Wisconsin, and the car is just uh, not quite what it needs to be. It's in and out of the shop, getting work done, things like that. Uh, what should somebody know about Wisconsin's lemon law when it comes to new cars? Absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, the best intentions, we buy a new car, and sometimes uh, it, it turns out not to work out, and uh, that can that can be upsetting. But there, there is a lemon law that's in place. Uh, it applies to new cars only and not used cars. And, and that's it's good to point out because this is a common misconception that people, gotcha. they hear about the lemon law and they figure, you know, I bought a three-year-old car and, mm -hmm. and, you know, now it's got issues and I want to go back to the dealer and say this is a lemon. Unfortunately, it only applies to the new cars. And really what the lemon law does is it protects the consumer when you buy or lease new vehicles. And it entitles you to refund or a replacement vehicle. Within the first year under warranty, your vehicle has had a series of problems that the dealer is not able to repair in four tries, or it's out of service, meaning it's being repaired due to these defects for a total of 30 days or more. Um, and, and that's when that lemon law would become applicable and would start that procedure or process for a consumer to take action and basically reap the benefits of this law to, to be made whole. 
Sure, sure. So always good to know. And again, that's part of that research. That's part of uh, that whole period before even stepping on the lot. It's um, doing your homework. It's making sure you can afford the vehicle. It's looking at, like you said, the makes, models, what's going to work for you. And there can be, you know, what you want in a vehicle and then there's what you need in a vehicle. And uh, yeah, yeah. and hopefully the difference isn't isn't too much uh, because, yeah, you don't want to, uh, you know, spend way too much on the car and then you can't afford other things as well. So that that uh, that piece is really important. And we have a lot of different tools on our website at ultra.org, you know, calculators and, and things to find out uh, more about rates. And I know there's information available uh, to consumers, uh, you know, through the Wisconsin Department of Transportation website and things like that. Where are some places that people can go to get questions answered if they if they have questions uh, about some of these things that we talked about, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to make it clear that in the dealer agent section within uh, the DMV for Wisconsin um, is really solely its purpose is to help consumers. It's to work with dealers. The dealer agent section uh, primarily licenses, regulates and educates motor vehicle, the entire motor vehicle industry. We also work to help resolve disputes between uh, dealership sales, warranty repairs, and work with consumers. And so if any of your listeners have any uh, issues and they think they need some assistance or want to reach out, uh, there's a couple of ways to to get a hold of myself or anyone in my unit. We have investigators all over the state that have headquarters. And so if you have somebody in Green Bay or you have somebody you know in Janesville, uh, Kenosha, Racine, we are just a, a phone call, email way to put you in touch with somebody that can help work with you and, and try to resolve your situation. Otherwise, if you want, you can go to wisconsindot.gov website and there's a plethora of information at your fingertips and you can navigate through and and there's different links that you can, uh, including our email, to, uh, to reach out and see if we can help you um, resolve any issues you're having. Excellent. Great. And that's that's good to know that there's people out there, you know, like yourself that are, you know, trying to, to you know, not only help dealers, but also help consumers um, as well. And, you know, all that that transparency and everything like that when it comes to buying a car, because it's it's a big purchase, uh, you know, like we talked Absolutely. about. Yeah. So that's all the questions that I have for you, Mark. Are there any questions that I'm not asking or is there anything else that you wanted to talk about there with the DMV, with the, the DOT here in Wisconsin? No, I just wanted to say thank you again for your time and uh, allowing me to to speak about this important issue. Like we said earlier, it, vehicles are, are very expensive yeah. um, and, and we rely on them to be a big part of our life. And so, you know, we need to make sure that we can get one that is going to work out best for us. And it's a good uh, situation for everybody that's involved. And so that's why we're here. That's why the dealer and agent section exists. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, again, helping wherever we can. Excellent. Well, I know you're very busy. We'll let you go, Mark. And again, we're talking with Mark Rather. He is the the chief of dealer agent, uh, the section for the DMV uh, for the, the Department of Transportation uh, here in Wisconsin. So thank you so much for your time, Mark. We really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Best Life Podcast presented by Ultra Federal Credit Union. We appreciate you taking a moment to learn how you can live your best life. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to cover, send me an email at tjbuyer at ultra.org. And who knows, it may even make it into a future episode. Don't forget to follow the Best Life podcast pretty much wherever you get your podcasts or find it on our website at ultra.org. Thanks again. Be well. And we'll talk to you again soon.